Welcome to Love and Kink with Marley Rose and Gideon motherfucking Mazakun. You know who the fuck we are. You know you fucking do and you can't fucking tell us otherwise. Because <laughs> oh. other, yeah, I mean, why would you be here? Duh. <laughs> Duh. Oh, um, you thought we wouldn't be back, didn't ya? Yeah, um, they did. But you're wrong <laughs> come on we're fucking crazy this train will not ever fucking stop never yeah going up the rails of this crazy train wait i was way off on like <laughs> lyrics in the time i'm sorry everybody <laughs> um but yeah there's so much to cover um i mean our heartache and growing pains with tiktok yeah um plus the full story of what i happen to think is our greatest seduction ever so strap it on oh fuck gosh. your mans and listen up cock whores let's tarantino this shit okay i i enjoyed that <laughs> <laughs> which means we're just going in reverse so obviously starting off with the big thing that happened since the last time we you know had our podcast yes. is the fact that our account with 107,000 followers on tiktok was permanently banned wait wait Wah, wah, wah. That was a big sad for the both of us. We've both been pretty bummed about it. Yeah, like I mean, you know, we we tried to take it in stride, and I think we began to at first. But then, as soon as we started seeing um, what it did financially, I guess yeah. to us, like the direct hit that it, we took. I I mean, it's just crazy. I didn't realize how much all those viral videos I had on there were doing for us even you know if any new videos yeah. we were making weren't you know doing much else for us so yeah those videos were just doing really well for us so the, the fact that the whole account got deleted and all of our viral videos definitely put a damper on our work um yeah. it's so. been yeah it's it's been tough rebuilding the whole thing because you know i've done it this is number 18 now um, i know I, i've done it a lot of times but it, you know every time the algorithm changes a little bit so i have to like figure out a whole new fucking system yeah and then just get used to it and recognize when a video is actually doing good versus not because the algorithm is just different now um so it's been really stressful um, super stressful for, for me because you know, I'm the one that comes up with ideas and, and tries to formulate these things and put it together. Yeah, but of course. You're I've, the creative brain behind it all. Yeah, well, but that's it. I've just, I've been feeling so like deflated that I've had like not much creativity, you know? So mm -hmm. I do apologize to anyone that's been following us on, um, you know, our accounts. I don't know if you don't follow us. I mean, I don't see why you wouldn't be, you know, because yeah. I'm sure that's how you heard of us to begin with. Of course, they have to start somewhere for, for, to find our podcast. Right. And you can find us at Love and Kink Hosts on TikTok. And it's spelled just like our podcast L O V E N K I N K H O S T S. But we have another account as well. That is at that kinky couple. So, you know, that kinky couples, everyone thinks of us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we're working at rebuilding. So we're going to keep making content, obviously, um, oh, because the, the one thing that is not going to happen is us just giving up. Yeah. Know? We'll never give up. We will always fucking push harder and harder and people are fucking sick of us at this point so many people comment on our tiktoks like i thought i blocked you or like why do you guys keep coming back and it's like because bitch 
we're going to be fucking famous and we're going to get ourselves rich. This is our fucking line of work. Why wouldn't we fucking come back? Yeah. Well, no, it's true. So, yeah. So everyone that, you know, has been kind of watching or kind of waiting for content, it is coming. We've got a lot of it. Um, We've just been down in the trenches again you know starting from the ground floor and working our way up so bear with us you know we again we appreciate so much all the love and support that we get from everybody um you know and so yeah if you could just you know go and do that i mean that would go a long way and you know obviously continue enjoying our content yes please (laughs) you know (laughs) um but yeah so that's kind of where that's at um you know whatever of course it is what it is Yes, that is what it is. So we want to get into the heart and soul of this very fucking episode. The greatest seduction ever. So how it came up. So me and Gideon, we're showering one day and we go to the gym with our friend B-Dog and Gideon's on for years yeah. Well, I mean, I consider him to be like my closest friend, you know, I would say even my best friend, right? Because I really don't have a lot of close guy friends, especially. Yeah. And well, we see him all the time. Yeah. You know, and, but he's actually my younger brother's best friend. Yeah. Too. Like they grew up, they went to school to everything, you know. Um, But yeah, so he's just a cool dude. And since, you know, I first was released from prison, he, I don't know, he just, we just kind of hit it off and we started hitting the gym together because he saw that I was very consistent. Like I went all the time. So we eventually just started working out together. Oh, I didn't know that's how it started. That's cute. Um, But so, yeah, he's just one of Gideon's best friends. And in the shower one day, Gideon was just like, what if you like fucked like b-dog or like what if you had like we had a threesome with b-dog and i was just like shut up because like two nights before i had like a fantasy about him fucking me yeah well and i'm in a threesome and i'm pretty sure you would we've mentioned this before but for those of you that hadn't yeah that's you probably can go back some episodes and, and hear that this has been going on for a while. It's been a now, while. mind you, my mindset, because this is probably the biggest, um, most controversial thing I feel that we've actually done because, you know, we'd always said we wouldn't cross that line with anyone we knew. And then here we are doing that, right? Mm-hmm. My line of thinking was this, okay? And I know some people won't agree with this, so they'll be like, well, you know, that's not a good relationship if you're worried that that was going to happen. So it's not that I was worried. However, I knew two things for sure. B-Dog is attractive. Marley is attractive. And spending that much time around each other, I've I've been there. You know, you get around someone for so long, like sometimes things just kind of flare up. Yeah. So my thought process was, well, they probably want to fuck each other anyway. And I love this dude. And obviously, I love you. you know? Yeah, of course. And so I just started thinking about it. And yeah, so it was funny when I mentioned it. And then you said that. And then I was like, you fucking slut. Like, why didn't you just tell me? Like, I love hearing stuff like that. I know. But that's the thing is because we were like, no, we're not going to cross that boundary of like friends. And I was just like, okay, like this fantasy, like it's whatever, you know, like that's all it is. So when you brought it up to me, I didn't like hesitate to be like, no, no. I was just like, oh my God, I had a fantasy about it, like straight up. And your reaction was fucking, yeah, it was great. The fact that you were just like, you fucking slut. And I was just like, (laughs) yeah, Yeah. you're right. (laughs) Well, and so from there, obviously 
the encouragement from me was just um it just came full force. I was yeah. just like, yeah, let's do it. Like, this will be fun. You know, we can actually try to do this, and, you know, and like all these ideas started popping in my head because, you know, I have read that book, The Art of Seduction yeah. so many times, but I never had gone to these lengths to accomplish, you know, to like to get someone, right? Yeah. And so I did like, we've been listening to The Art of Seduction a lot lately again, too. So it's been getting mm-hmm. me thinking and it, it helped, you know, kind of like, oh, yeah, let's do this, you know. Yeah, um, so my first thing was like, okay, I, I need to find like a healthy, you know, and easy approach f- to telling him, mm-hmm. you know, or bringing it up like, hey, like, do you want to fuck my girl? You know, like, I don't <laughs> think that's a good strategy. No. Um, just based on some recent... <laughs> Um, stuff that happened. Well, nothing really happened. I just reached out to someone and was like, "Hey, like, have you ever thought about yes sleeping with Marley?" And it and I feel kind of bad in retrospect because it probably came off very like I don't know, like wrong, you know? Because <laughs> yeah, it was just That's another story. Yeah, though. it's a whole other story <laughs> in and of itself. But I just figured, hey, I'm just gonna casually talk to him about it because. You know, B Dog, he's always known what my stance is on monogamy mm-hmm. and, you know, that sex can just be sex, that it doesn't have to mean this or that, that it can just be for the fun the of it. Your enjoyment of sex. I think he's um, one of the first people we told about actually getting into the lifestyle, too. Yeah, exactly. So he's heard like all of our crazy little stories yeah. about the shit that we've done. Everything. So when I, I, you know, he already knew all that. And so finally, you know, when we decided to, you know, go off into this. I just told him, you know, we were alone one time. I was like, you know what, man? I was like, I'm telling you, bro. Like if you only knew how good Marley sucks dick, like you would fucking, you, you, you would have already done this. Hype man. Yeah. And I was like, oh dude, fucking pussy game. Oh my gosh. It's on point. Like it's so good. And I just like went off about you for a while and he kind of kept laughing. Cause you know how he is. Like, <laughs> like he gets all giggly. you know, like, oh like, God, this oh, is I don't know. And then at that point he actually told me, he's like, you know what? Like, I mean, I, I would, but there's going to have to be certain stipulations. And he had actually told me that and well, us eventually he told both of us that he would do it um, a couple swap once he had yeah, a girl he had though. A girl, yeah. And I was like, nah, like you don't have to do all that, bro. No, and I, ca- yeah. I just told him like, no, 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 you really don't need to. Um, but yeah, once I told him though, um, then I started helping you with the flirting. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Yes, he helped me, wingman for fucking sure. Just helped me like flirt with him. He's like, hey baby, like say this next time you're like around him, and I'm like, bet. And I would, I totally would. And you would be so proud of me. Like I would, I would like say it to him. And then I would look at you right after and I could just see like the hell fucking yeah. And your eyes, you were so proud of me. So I know know I'm crazy like that. Yeah. We would just like flirt with him and and I would flirt with him. But the thing is, is he would flirt back. Yeah. And he would make little jokes about having threesome like with us. Oh, Marley's going to love her two boys. Just loading up her workout her weights you know at the gym all this you know yeah he started making uh you know flirty comments back like that right and so that's how it started but then i encouraged you to take it a step further right i was like you know what you need to do really get him thinking is you know bring in some physical touch to it because i was like it doesn't have to be obviously anything like crazy but enough to where you start dropping more hints at like, hey, like, 
the, like we're serious because mm-hmm. I don't I honestly like from the very beginning I just never felt that he took it 100% serious yeah because he was like nah like I don't know but I did I would I would um maybe it wasn't like super flirtatious but I would like touch him more or I'd stand next to him more get in his bubble a little bit more right right and I think that obviously like obviously helped as well but then with that also came resistance from yeah. him being like, no, no, like that's not going to happen. Because he started to panic a little bit. He was like, <laughs> holy shit, this is getting a little real. Like, hey, we're in public, you know, like quit it. Right now, before anybody comes in with the whole consent police, okay, relax, okay? He's one of our closest friends. This is completely okay. So anything yes. you hear in this story about resistance or anything like that, it was a very lighthearted thing. Very so lighthearted. it wasn't like he was saying like, no, you know, like it wasn't crazy or anything like that. So no, just, it was very you know. lighthearted. And the thing is, is when he would say those things, we would pull back. Yeah. We would be like, okay. And we'd let him have his space. We wouldn't mention anything sexual for like a few weeks, but he would say it. He would bring it back up. Which was the point. You know, we, I basically thought like, well, if we stop talking about it, the absence of it is going to just bring it more to his mind, I think. And I was right because yeah, yeah like he made the comments because I was always kind of waiting for it when we'd work out and then he'd make a comment about it. And then like we'd leave the gym at the end of the day and I'd be like, I told you, I fucking knew you it. Did. The thing is, is we wouldn't say anything back to him if he would say anything sexual until the next day. And then we just kind of fired up again. <laughs> but yeah, it was a lot yeah. of like it was we're very respectful, obviously. Like if he would say no, like he wouldn't do that, then we would be like, okay, and we would drop it. Um, but obviously, yes, he would bring it back up. So we were just like, all right, game on again. So we would flirt and we would pull back and we would flirt and we would pull back. And that happened, I don't know, like three or four times. For again, for a, a few months, because it's been about when we started the podcast anyway, we started thinking about all this stuff, you know. Yeah. So this is something that's been building up for a while. So it's the, been a while. Like, yeah, it, it's just, it's nuts because he finally, right? He finally was just like, no, Marley, I don't want to fuck you. And he said that to me and I was like, okay, B-Dog. And I was like, fair. And I was like, if you don't want to fuck me, you don't want to fuck me. And I, and, I, and I dropped it and we dropped it. Both of us did. We didn't bring it up and we pulled back. We didn't think of anything sexual. And at that point, I was just like, okay, if he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to. I'm not going to force it on him. Yeah, because you can't. I mean, yeah, you can't. <laughs> you know, course. I kept saying like, look, he, he really may just not know how to cross that boundary because you know, his philosophy is that, hey, if that's my homie's girl, like, I will never get with her. And yeah. he's never been one to do that. Yeah. So for him, it was a little bit of a moral dilemma because he was like, it's wrong. But then I kept telling him, like, dude, no, it's not wrong because you're, you're not doing it behind my back. <laughs> I'm encouraging this to happen, bro. Like, it's fine. Have fun. But here's the the little caveat, the little kicker that we didn't mention. Bro <laughs> had gone a year and seven months without pussy without getting laid okay and it's <laughs> and it's because he just wasn't trying he wasn't he didn't so care. that that's what was so alluring about doing this to him essentially it's just to kind of give him give him that feel of what it's like to just be with another person yeah. and to like be involved in like this like cat and mouse game you know because yeah. that's what relationships are everybody does these things that we're like you know talking about psychologic like you know like subconsciously you know some people purposely if they know what they're doing yeah of course but naturally this is something that happens in any relationship right so 
we just wanted to give him a taste of that. And that was the, the biggest exciting thing is that Marley was like, I want to be the first girl to get him to nut again. Like I, I did. That was like, that I was did. her whole goal. It had, and obviously, like, there's all, there was already attraction there and it was easy, but that's kind of what started it There all. was attraction, but also the fact that he was so like, no, like, that's not going to happen. And I am wanted by so many people that I was just like... Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to fuck him. I was like I'm going to I'm going to get this to happen because he doesn't want me and I'm going to make him want, want me. Right. Well, it no, it I'll even say this. It wasn't that he didn't want you. It's that he knew that he was attracted to you also, but he just felt it was wrong because you're my girl. Yeah. Right? So you were just trying to prove that hey, like this is really okay. Mm-hmm. And fine. You say you don't want me. But you're you're gonna be wrong, and that's essentially what we did. This whole yeah, thing that we created with him. That's true. It was it was good. But so like he said, like we said, he said no means no. You know, I don't want to fuck you. So we pulled back, and he brought it up again. And I don't even know like what what he said exactly. I'm sure you know. It was I, I don't even remember. He we were doing some exercise, and I think. Somebody may have been checking you out or something, and he was like, oh, it's what the guys are always, or they're just checking you out, you know, you probably yeah. love it. You know, it started something from there, and then he made a joke about, like, doing a threesome again with us at some point, yeah. or, you know, like, well, Okay, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I remember. I don't remember exactly, but yeah. I remember, like, the time. But so he brought it up again. So we were just like, you know what? Like, I think the only way that we're really going to be able to pull this off is if we do something bold. And I am not very bold person that's like Mm -hmm. what gideon told me was like we need to do something bold if we really want this to happen because he's too afraid to pull the trigger so i was the one that had to pull the trigger and we had plans to hang out with him and i don't even remember why but we had plans and he canceled he got a scared he got scared to come over here Uh, at least that's what we thought like he just was like i don't know if i go over there like i'm gonna have to just like have this threesome with him (laughs) and i'm like i never ever pushed that on him even when he did come over those handful of times you know we never did yeah i mean i may have still been flirty with him but i never like did anything crazy so the plans have fall through with him and then he asked us to pick up groceries and just to take it to the gym for him because he works fucking like 12 13 hour shifts sometimes we were like all right bet and then we forgot forgot quotation marks to take those groceries to him yeah to him you know he's like yeah i'll have money and everything you know i just don't really have time yada 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 right um but yeah that day like went as planned for us we did everything we needed to by the time we got to the gym we had what we needed with us right (laughs) but (laughs) so this was my like this hit me while we were working out because at this point i think the day of he made other joke something else came up about sex yes you know and um like in the middle of me telling him, um, I was, I think I was saying something like, well, yeah, like I think what it's going to take, bro, like it's, she's just going to have to like, just show up on you unannounced. Watch. This is what's going to happen. And so this is what I did guys. This was the little insidious part that I did. I told him to his face word for word, what we were going to do. Right. Mm -hmm. I said, this is what it's going to take. Marley's going to have to drive over to your house. Okay. This is how it'll happen. She'll drive over to the house. And she'll text you saying, hey, I'm outside. I'm outside. Let me in. It's cold. Right. And my thought was like, he's going to be like, what? No, you're not. And then 
you'd be like, no, I really am. And then you'd knock on the door. Yeah. And then he'd come over and open it. And then you'd be like, Ooh, and then you just walk in, right? All cold. And then my line of thinking was like, yeah, he's going to have no choice but but to say yes. That's what I told him. I was like, B-Dog, you're going to have no choice. dude. There's How can you say no at that point when it's that close and personal, right? And so that, as I told him that, though, I remembered, oh, yeah, like, we're supposed to bring those gro- like we were supposed to bring those groceries with us. So I just told him, "Oh yeah, by the way, you know we we need to give you a gift because um, the Super Bowl was coming up, mm-hmm. and we found those Raiders uh, chips because yeah. he's a Raiders fan. Yeah, <laughs> and so um, <laughs> at the end of the workout, right? Well, no, before the end of the workout, you know, I told him like, yeah, that's what we're gonna do. But in my mind, I was already like, I'm not gonna tell him that I brought his groceries. I'm gonna tell him that we forgot." And then I, and then I, 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 once I told him that I was like, yeah, Hey, listen, like we forgot, but no worries. Like Marley can just bring it up to you after we shower. And the look on his face was like, what? No. But he was all giggly about it too. Like (laughs) why? Like like just, I can just, you know, you can just bring it tomorrow to the gym. I'm like, bro, really? No, it's fine. Like it's not going to kill you. She's just going to drop it off. I've got some stuff to do or whatever. Yeah. And he was like, all right, whatever. You know, he kind of just gave in. So we get home, we shower, obviously. We plan out this whole thing. And one time I sent B-Dog this picture in this really cute navy blue like lingerie set. Because like at this point, he, he already knew that I wanted to fuck him. And I sent it to him. And he all he said to me was, I like the navy blue. And I was just like, you fucking dry ass. I was like, you, and I've given him shit to it still to this day. And I showed up. So we planned the whole shower thing. I was like, okay, I'm going to go over there with the groceries and it's just going to be me. So I planned to wear that navy blue lingerie set, but I was still wearing like sweats and like a sweatshirt over. So he had no idea. But I drive there and I get there and the garage is open and that's just like it's always open normally. So I just walk in that way because that's how I've always known to walk in. So I walk in and then I go to his room and I knock on the door and I'm just like knock knock and I open it and he's not in there and he's got a bathroom attached to his bedroom and I heard that he was in the shower and I was like oh shit and i texted gideon i was like baby baby i was like he's still in the shower like what should i do and before any of that actually happened while we were in the shower me and gideon i was like so how does this go down like i'm nervous and he was just like well like you can just like chill and kind of talk with him for a bit like if he's out and stuff and then like maybe get undressed or something and he's like but even better if he's in the shower you can just be laying there in your lingerie when he comes out so (laughs) (laughs) so we got lucky yeah fast forward because yeah she gets there and he's in the fucking shower and she texts me that and i'm like undress get undressed you're like lay on his bed in your lingerie like just (laughs) act all nonchalant when he comes out and don't say anything just be like hey what's up and i was like bet (laughs) so i did it i got undressed and i laid there on his bed and i was just on my phone and i was just scrolling through instagram he's still in the shower and i think he was in the shower for like five or seven more minutes so i was just chilling and then he comes out and the look on his face is priceless like he was so shocked and he just had like the towel in his hand 
so he was naked but the towel like covered his junk in a way that i didn't see it so then he was like and then he shuts the door and then like wraps his towel around himself and then comes back out and he's just like fucking marley like what are you doing just like laughing and being all hella giggly because i'm fucking half naked in his bed and again he hasn't been laid in a year and seven months so he's just like fuck this naked girl's in my bed and he's just laughing and giggling and i'm just like what b-dog he's just like oh my gosh and he's like i haven't even eaten my food yet and i was like bitch (laughs) why not i was like you should have eaten it before you showered but he like sits down and he's still only in his towel he doesn't like get dressed or anything and i just kind of like chat with him a little bit he starts eating and then we're just continuing chatting and then i just go and i reach under his towel and he like swats my hand away and i was like come on b-dog and i was like just let it happen and I like go to do it again and he kind of swats my hand away again. And I was just like, come on. I was like, I know you want it. And so I pull the towel off him a little bit and then I put his, my hand down there and his dick's already hard. And I was like, see, B-Dog, like I knew you wanted it. (laughs) And then I just started jerking him off. And he was like, well, yeah, I was like, you're half naked in my bed and I've been laid in over a year now. (laughs) So I'm just jerking him off and and he's just still like super giggly and just doesn't know what to take of it, but he doesn't tell me to stop. And that's how I know I'm like, it's going to happen. So I'm jerking him off and stuff and... I, I don't know exactly what how got led to it, but then all of a sudden I I like move and I'm like I tell him to like move his arm and stuff and I go down on him and I'm giving him head and I'm just continue just going down giving him good head and I made eye contact with him once and he just like looked at me and he was like fuck okay lay down and I was like all right and. Then he like takes off my lingerie because it's a pain in the ass for me to take off myself. So he takes it off for me and then I lay on my back and he goes down on me and he's likes my pussy. And it's so like it's so different than the way that Gideon likes my pussy, but it still felt good. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, like I wasn't really expecting him to go down on me, but I wasn't mad that he did. And... <laughs> and then like he's just continuing going down on me and, and then he he gets me off and then after he gets me off he goes and it and it goes to, like mi- missionary position and he just like puts his dick inside me right and i was like bet okay and it happened and, and it felt good and he was just still so like unsure and then he went to go and i think like kiss my neck and i just planted one on him and we were just we kissed and we were making out while having sex and then he was like fuck like it was only a few minutes but he was like fuck like i'm gonna come and i was like okay he was and i was he's like can i just come in you and i was like yeah that's fine because i'm on birth control and i've been on birth control for fucking five years so i was like yeah that's fine so he was like oh my god okay and then he comes and he still just kind of chills in me after he finishes and then he pulls out and i go and clean up then i come back and he's sitting back where he was eating his food, just naked. And I just come up behind him and I start jerking him off again. Because I'm like, nope, Gideon told me that I have to make you come twice before I can come home. <laughs> and he was like, oh my gosh. So 
I start jerking him off again and I get him hard and then I start kissing on like his neck and his shoulder and his ear. And then he like reaches back and he like starts fingering me a little bit. And he's like, fuck, like you're wet. And I was like, yeah, I know. And then he tells me to lay back again and he has me on my side this time and he puts it in. I have like my leg over his leg and he's like rubbing my clit. And again, didn't last like super long, but it was still super exciting. And he came to me twice and then pulled out. I cleaned up again. And then he was just like, fuck, Marley, like you've got a nice body. And and then he was just like, yeah, and like you make the right amount of noise. And I was just like, oh, thanks, B-Dog. <laughs> <laughs> so that was pretty much the entire experience with him. And he gave in. Obviously, he consented to it all and it's been it was a good experience and then i came home and i fucking told gideon all about it and we had sex like two or three times after yeah that i mean it was incredible um you know once he came home and kind of you know told me the story you know right as it after it had just happened and yeah it actually um yeah like our sex has been very very passionate because of it since then um but um you know being honest and keeping things real after it happened obviously like the sex was amazing and great you know Mm -hmm. but since then i actually started getting into my head a little bit i'm like man like maybe i i did make a mistake by letting this happen um and i didn't say anything to you you know it 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 actually took me a little bit before i was finally like hey like I, I I don't know what else to say this or like whatever, but you know, we just, we need to figure this out sort of thing. Um, because I started just thinking about all these like different scenarios. Um, well, and I talked to your sister eventually. I ended up talking to your sister of all people because it's not that I can't talk to my family about it, but it's that they know him so well that they're not really like objective, yeah. right? I, it's I'm already not ob- that objective myself, you know, because I know him and you know, yeah, whatever. You just I was involved. On the outside, yeah, like, and okay. and she very much um, is someone that was on the outside. And then she started asking me some questions that, yeah, they got me thinking that I was already kind of thinking, but having someone else say it to me, you know, just helped me realize, that, okay, these are valid things to be thinking about. Of course. Um, and yeah, I started thinking like, man, um, yeah, what do, what, what do I do if she does fall in love with him, you know, mm-hmm. because we do see him every single day, you know? Yeah. Um, and that kind of started messing with me until finally, like, I just, I brought it up to you and I told you, I was like, hey, what are we going to do if this goes that way? You know, because I know myself and I feel like I do love you unconditionally and if you were to fall in love with him, I've straight up told you, well, I wouldn't get in the way, yeah, you know, you and, but that's just that. because that's who I am, you know, and it's, you know, not that that's what I want to happen, but, and that's kind of what I told, um, my sister, your sister. Um, and she was just like, <laughs> you know, your sister was just keeping it real. Like, you're not thinking this through. Like, <laughs> She's like you have to be logical here. Yeah. Like, in. Hey, you know, slow down a little bit. Like this isn't, you know, just prepare for it to maybe get really like messy and yeah you know it's been hard but then once we saw him again too though i started like worrying less and less because yeah you know obviously there's some very 
key differences in your guys' personalities and the way that you are. Yeah. You're not each other's types. No. <laughs> Obviously, like this happened because he hadn't been laid in a long time and we just made it our mission to get him laid and we pulled it off. Yes. And I think that's why I felt so crazy about it because I knew that I was the one like behind all of it. You were the scheming uh, mastermind. Yeah, I was just like, I threw it, I put it all together, you know. It, I really don't think that it would have happened had it not been for me encouraging you, like, hey, do this. Like, hey, no, yeah, just go I know, over because I do not have the balls to do that shit. You were just like, baby, it's fine. Like, you got this. You fucking hype my ass up. But yeah, once you talk to me, you're like, hey, like, what do we do if you catch feelings for him or you fall in love with him? And I was just like... I don't want that to happen. And I was like, and honestly, like I know myself to where like if I was to ever feel anything more towards him that I would pull away. I would be like, no, like I'm not going to have sex with him anymore. Like I don't mind being his friend and stuff and him still being a part of my life. But I'm not going to like indulge with him in any way physically because our relationship is my top priority. You are my top priority. I will always choose you over anyone else. So I would pull out of that situation and make those feelings disappear because I only want you. I don't want to have feelings for someone else. I don't want to share my emotions or my spirit, my spirit with anyone else but you. So that's why I was like, yeah, no, I would pull out of that. I wouldn't want to deal with him sexually and I would still be fine being friends with him, but I just wouldn't want to int- interact with it in that way i would pull out of it well and i think this is where i appreciate what your sister was saying because it sounds easy like even right now as i'm hearing you just tell me that you know you you would you really can't prevent it we have no idea like you know again because you know b-dog he's his own person right yeah and it wasn't really until i talked to him that i felt even more settled like yeah this is it's fine like because we knew we were doing this for fun mm-hmm. um but like i said your your sister made some good points and so it's definitely not something that we want to just ignore and hope for the best like we're definitely paying attention to it at least i feel like course, i like yeah. we are um because yeah since then obviously like he's made jokes and just been like like he's talked about it casually so i know that he's good and and yeah you know he was like yeah dude like she's not my type so yeah of course i wouldn't ever you know come up or happen possibly yeah but like i said i don't think it's that simple so <laughs> i know everybody's like yeah there's no way but it's like i don't know you know like we we got this far we really like went through some great we went to some great lengths to make this happen you know yeah um, we did. And I think that's where she was saying, it's like, yeah, you may not lose Marley, but you could lose him. Or vice versa. Right. And I'm just like, I don't know. Like I said, I feel, I feel like good with it now. Like it's, it, it it's happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's just, that's just it. Like, I, I guess I, you know, with all the talking that I did with, you know, with your sister and then with you and B-Dog, I finally was just like, okay, it's something to pay attention to. But I'm not going to let it consume me. And I'm just, we're just going to keep having fun because that's the, why we wanted to get into the LS anyway, you know? Of course. It takes yeah. us, it gets us out of our shell. Yeah, it, it makes things thrilling. And that's one thing that I think we've both touched face on is that we like the thrill. Like, that's one of the reasons why we were so encapsulated with each other at first, too, is because it was thrilling. And we both are just like, yeah, like we both enjoy thrill. And we feel like if we get into like relationships that don't have thrill, then we end up stepping out, you know? Yeah. Like we just get 
bored for lack of a better term yeah so we definitely keep it fucking exciting in our relationship <laughs> oh yeah big, big time um so yeah like i said i'm 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 glad that it's something that we actually accomplished because it was kind of like wow like we really did jump through a lot of hoops to get this to go down yeah. so but you know i love you both again so either way you know even if it did get to that point, um, I wouldn't really like be mad at anyone because it's like I was a willing participant, yeah. you know, and all of that. So, you know, it, it was a great, great experience um, because, you know, it happened that right after it was Valentine's. So we went um, to, you know, we went and had our own little staycation at the Blue Boar Inn in, in Midway, Midway, Utah. And it's the coolest little like cottagey place. It's very antiquey. Like the room names are like Ralph Waldo Emerson. That's the room we stayed William in. William Shakespeare. Out yeah. of like old writers, right? Like, yeah, just it, it's really, really cool. I think even Emily Bronte, like there was a room of her anyway yeah so that's where we went for valentine's and so you may have seen some of the pictures on instagram i think i only posted like one thing about it but that night for valentine's when we were finally feeling frisky she's like i just want to show you how it went down with him yeah <laughs> and so we did a full reenactment <laughs> from beginning to end and I will say this, I loved playing the part of B-Dog. Um, it was incredible. Oh, I, I, I would do it again. about it yet. Oh, baby, that's cute. Like, it was fun for me. Like, I liked being able to reenact it, reenact it with you because just like explaining it to you didn't feel like enough because like I'm low-key like I'm frustrated that I wasn't able to record it just so you could watch it because that was the first time I've ever experienced anything without you being there so I was like fuck like this is weird that like he wasn't there so he didn't get to see what happened so right. me getting to reenact it with you definitely made me feel like a lot better that you like were there kind of right yeah no so. and yeah I I <laughs> Yeah, it was, I think in its own way, there were things of it that I liked more than actually being in the room. Yeah. You know, and the the main thing being that me feeling that someone else had jealousy. finished in you. Well, and, what? No. <laughs> I'm talking about like the, the actual feeling, feeling yeah, of, of, you know, being in you after he'd already been in you. Because, yeah, I've experienced it before, like, right in the moment, like, right after. Mm -hmm. But there was something that just felt different about this, knowing that you had left his place and come back home, and I could smell him on you. Oh, my. I don't think I've told you that. No, you didn't. But yeah, but I could. That. And so, like, there was just a, a few different things that felt uh, very animalistic and primal mm -hmm. that I very much enjoyed. And so, it, yes, like, the jealousy thing, obviously, like, the reclaim i yeah the reclaim because for me while you were gone i had no idea what was happening until you text me saying i fucked him and so that's kind of when my heart just like sank or you know like i had that feeling of like relief of like oh okay well she's done it you know and yeah like you were taking a while so that's what she's talking about is that i did feel a little bit like okay like don't overkill with this on your <laughs> like i'm not there um, but it was great. It was just the right amount of everything for me to really find enjoyment in it. And it's yeah. something that I, I mean, I'm looking forward to again. Me um, too. but that whole reenactment at the Blue Boar Inn was just, 
it was amazing. Um, it was so good. Yeah, and we had a great time up there. You know, we were at Park City. We went shopping. I mean, we had a lot of fun for it our was, Valentines. It was a great Valentines. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that that's... <laughs> pretty much what's been going on with us since the last time we did our podcast and i know like there's been a lot that's been going on so we do apologize but hey we're back at it um and i will continue being back at it (laughs) with all of our platforms so yeah just you know remember that um you know sometimes we need a break too or sometimes shit just happens and we have to like rebuild our entire brand Yes, shit happens. All right. Well, you know, let's just move on right into the part of the hour where we talk about celebrities we'd like to bang. Oh, yeah. So definitely our favorite time. And we have been watching Sons of Anarchy. And oh, my God, everyone in the show, I just fucking love. But the couple we chose is from Sons of, An- Sons of Anarchy, and it's Jax, which is pretty much the main character. Yeah, Jax Teller. Jax Teller and Tara. Do you know her last name? I don't. I don't know her last but name. But it's Charlie Hunnam and... Fuck. I think her last name starts with an S, but I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. Damn it. Anyway, It's like Tara. Maggie Sif or something. I don't know. Anyway, but Tara, I like her because she got better looking like her style has changed definitely into season three you know Mm -hmm. like halfway through season two i think she started wearing more of like leather yeah (laughs) and being an old lady and her character growth in general just her being a doctor um being so caring and in love with someone that is just so committed Mm -hmm. to their lifestyle you know being in a motorcycle club look we are when we indulge in these shows, like we really immerse ourselves in them. So when we pick couples like this, like we we have some feeling attached to it because yeah. we love the characters. I would love if Jax hooked up with you. That would oh, be fucking dope. Same thing dope. for fucking like Tara and you though. Like, yeah, you were like, if if you left me for her, I'd understand. I'm like, it's yeah, because right. I no because I would like because I love her too because she started off so innocent and so like I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can be a part of the motorcycle club or be your old lady. Like that's so much stress. And then she fucking just powered through it and she fucking beat um beat up like her fucking like manager or something and she was like don't fuck with me and i was like fuck yeah, yeah tara fuck yeah i was yeah, so hyped about she's that so dope yeah no it, it's badass. great so yeah they i definitely think that they would be a a couple worth um getting with and the thing is though because uh, of them being in the motorcycle club thing yeah um that um what i'm trying to say here they aren't so hung up on like other attachments because even look at um What's his name? Um, Clay. Clay and, and Gemma. Gemma. Yeah, because like she knows that he sleeps with other people, but she just doesn't want to have to see the fucking bitch that he sleeps with, right? Yeah. So I kind of feel like that's why Jax and Tara it, in the show, if we were to actually meet their characters from the show, they'd probably be open to it. We would have to just definitely go about it in the right way. Right. We would definitely have to like join their ranks somehow we yeah. need to like let it be known that we're like down we're you know d- yeah we totally would because they wouldn't just like i got a bike <laughs> it's a tricked out huffy but uh i probably won't be able to keep up on the freeway can we just take the side streets 
But, you know, they're both badasses and they're both so caring and they're both sweethearts. And I think that we are also like that. Maybe not as badass as they are, but <laughs> we definitely would try to fit in. And I think that it would be a very exciting couple swap if that was to ever happen. Well, it would be another great seduction. If they were said no initially, we'd find a way. You know? We'd definitely find a way. We'd get creative. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that that's who we picked this time for. Celebrities, Celebrities we'd like, like to bang. bang. Fwah, fwah, fwah. <laughs> I miss doing that. (laughs) I know. (laughs) All right, guys. Hey, well, like we already told you a couple of times, our TikTok is being rebuilt at the moment. So there's two of them that I want you to please just go over and hit the follow and watch all of our new content that we've been creating. Some oldies in there, too, obviously, you'll find because I've just been reposting all the old videos that got taken down. Um, But the one account is at Hosts. So just as it sounds, I'll include the link um, under the, the, the description, description for the podcast. Um, and then same with uh, That Kinky Couple. Yep. And those are our two and only couple accounts. Uh, couple accounts. Yeah. Okay. Those are our couple accounts. I don't really have my own anymore. I've just been focusing on doing like us together stuff. Mm-hmm. But Marley does still have her own at It's Marley Rose, yes. um, which the link is always included. So. Remember, subscribe, unsubscribe, leave a review. I I know last time I was like, just stop saying it. No one's doing it. I don't care. I'm going to keep saying it, even though people probably at this point are like, still don't care. I already shut it off. (laughs) They (laughs) stopped after. I don't even listen to the celebrity couple swap or what. How sad. (laughs) Or celebrities we'd like to bang. (laughs) But yeah, just we appreciate y'all. So yeah, we'll keep at it. Um, So thanks again for listening to Love. And Kink with Marley Rose. And Gideon motherfucking Rosakee. We'll see you next time.